This is the EPLOG audio experience. Hello and welcome to Hit the Road. This is India's number one podcast for you, all you cycling and triathlon enthusiasts. My name is Rohan Thakkar and it's so good to be back with another exciting episode. This is not just an exciting episode. This is the start to a brand new series that we are calling Hit the Road Explorer Edition. where we are talking with amazing bike packers cyclists who are enthusiastic about exploring countryside of india and abroad the first name you know that i could think about was uh, chetan shah who is the founder of mumbai cycling enthusiast i think globally the biggest uh, cycling group uh, uh, that is active on facebook and offline as well and it's so good to have you uh, chetan uh, thank you rohan for inviting me to your show uh you know apart from your cycling pictures that i see one thing that i truly admire about you is that you i don't know uh, when was the last time that you took a off but uh, you were riding every single day <laughs> oh yeah so i don't think i've taken off in the last 7 odd years so i ride 6 days a week wow. um, almost 2 to 2 and a half hours daily so there's wow. no off <laughs> so every single yeah. day it's there yeah. and uh, why and it's your same route that you do every single uh, day no not really uh, i keep on doing different routes mm. Uh, mm. on different days uh, mm. but uh, yeah in mumbai because of metro construction and a few other road right. works i don't have right. too many options uh, yeah. but yeah we do try to alter the route a uh, few times a week So Chetan while I'm really excited you know to talk about your cycling journey but I'm more uh, this being an explorer edition so uh, we are here to you know listen about your traveling stories on bike uh, on your cycle so I'm curious to know how did uh, you know bike packing happen to you was there any trigger point for you oh yeah uh, what happened ron is i joined a small uh, biking trip incidentally with some few friends uh, which was towards nasik in the okay. rains and you know i really loved uh, the experience because one thing is you really feel liberated and you really mm. feel uh, free and kind of you're riding at your own pace and like other right. journeys in cars or trains right. and planes where you know you are hustling around and you kind of hustle mm. uh, for time here you're riding mm. at your speed so yeah i mean this one small trip set me on to many 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 more uh, later and uh, that one experience really made me love uh, bike touring a lot wonderful so after that how did it begin like uh, you know when you talk about going mul- on multi day tours yeah so what uh, happened ron uh, is uh, you know i started doing smaller 3 to 4 day trips around mumbai okay. uh, hmm. firstly i remember uh, we did a mahabaleshwar trip from mumbai to mahabaleshwar and back so mm. in these mm-hmm. small bike trips i learned a lot about bike packing what things to take and you know the kind of precautions right. or you know uh, the basics of bike packing and then right. i went on to do very very tough tours to the spiti valley in india i mm. went on to mm. do tours abroad uh, but the trigger point was these small trips uh, which were more right. of uh, learning for me Hmm hmm hmm. So, are there any few few learning points? Like, uh, of course, when you do something for the first time, uh, of course, you do enjoy that experience. But yes. with that, are also some you know mistakes that you might have realized in on that way. So, 
can you please uh, share few of uh, those mistakes you know so that our new bike packers can avoid yeah sure so ron one of the things that people need to understand on a bike tour you're completely on your own so hmm. at least what i do is uh, on every tour i kind of see that i have everything in my bags which are behind yeah. my bike any small hmm. thing you leave out in terms of bike spares or accessories or things hmm. that you need might trouble you and also ensure that you have completely thoroughly checked your bike well before uh, the trip yeah. otherwise mm. a small niggling niggling problem might you know kind of uh, make yeah. you see problems throughout your tour so these mm. are things that have to be absolutely perfect uh, in fact one of the mm. thing that i learned is that around two weeks or so before a major trip i actually yeah. use the bike that i'm going to take on the trip along with the bags and along with everything that i'm going to take in and i said riding mm. in my own city here in mumbai on my day, daily trips on my daily rides this is when i realized just in case something is you know needs to be tweaked or something right. is not right. working so uh, these are mm. things that i have uh, seen and besides this yeah. yes uh, always carry spares uh, tubes and so on mm. because you would be in the middle of nowhere and yeah. you would be badly stuck so right, you right. can't let that happen mm-hmm. yeah and do you have a specific touring bike with you uh, or yeah, is it I, yeah, any I other i do have a touring bike mm. uh, which is a steel touring bike uh, right. um, that's kind of uh, made for touring uh, has mm. a rack to put on my you know bags behind so yes. quite tough yes. but you don't really need a bike uh touring bike to really go mm-hmm. out but yes what you need is a robust uh, at least like a hybrid bike which can mm-hmm. take panniers and bags so that you know yeah. you are well on your way right right yeah so uh, chetan has a blog uh, where he has shared a lot about his uh, bike trips and what one needs to do when it comes to taking care of your bike and also other things so i really recommend you to check it out it's there in the description you can uh, you know go through it after this episode but chetan uh, i really loved your you know how well you have documented your switzerland trip yeah. uh, that you went in 2019 aks yeah 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 so what's with that uh, oh yeah i mean i guess uh, i mean i've been doing uh, on an average one big trip and one small mm-hmm. trip at least every year So after I finished my Kashmir to Ladakh trip and I was looking for a long trip to do for 2019 mm. uh one of the first countries that really struck me was Switzerland I mean obviously a dream destination for many mm. Indians and then when I did my research I realized yeah. that Switzerland it really is a cyclist paradise they have over 12000 kilometers mm. of cycling trip I mean trails and tracks Wow. for such a small country as small as one indian state to have 12000 mm. kilometers of cycling tracks and then you know for months i did my research and you know i looked at the places that i could go to and i mm. gradually i built up an itinerary over 21 days totally of which okay. i had around 14 to 15 cycling days uh, mm-hmm. you know i mapped out the best parts the best cities of switzerland and i chalked out the cycling path so uh, okay. yeah all the research was done uh, right here in mumbai i mm. mapped out the country's cycling paths i decided my itinerary year i did all my daily trip planning year and uh, mm. uh, yeah yeah 
So everything was done by me here in Mumbai. Wow. Yeah. Any specific points that you look for when you're making your route plan, especially about Switzerland? Because since it's a very uh, hilly area with the Alps. So one of the things that you first look at when you want to go to another country is what's your landing point? So, you know, hmm. the flight availability to that point. And so that becomes your start point. So, right. yeah, Switzerland, we had Geneva and Zurich, which are the easily available cities where you had regular flights. Hmm. So one of the things you look at is your start point. And okay. uh, from then on, you know, you map out a typically 80 to 100 kilometer tour hmm. across the region. So you keep looking out for the best of Switzerland, the best towns and cities that you can go to on the way and you know mm. gradually you kind of build your whole uh, uh, trip that okay. way so typically yeah. around 10 hours of riding ideally a day uh, 80 mm. to 100 kilometers approximately is what you would aim for on most yeah. of uh, the touring days and mm-hmm. uh, then you kind of look at uh, places where you can stay after that kind of uh, you know, right, riding. Right. So that is what you do when you start making your plans. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wonderful. So how did you begin over there? Yeah. So with Switzerland, I uh, decided I will land in Zurich. Uh, and from hmm. Zurich onwards, you know, I mapped out the best uh, Switzerland hmm. towns and cities and uh, then hmm. went on to make my plan. So I thought, you know, I needed to go to Basel and, you know, Bern and Lausanne, Geneva. So I first mapped out the places. Then I looked at the elevation of the cycling routes on these Hmm. places Hmm. and then started connecting the dots. So with Switzerland, what I did is I actually did a counterclockwise circle. So my trip was actually starting and ending in Zurich. Hmm. So I Hmm. actually Hmm. circled around Switzerland and uh, visited some of the best cities of uh, Switzerland, riding through villages and, you know, uh, bike tracks next to lakes, rivers and rail tracks and so on. So Hmm. that's how I made my plan, uh, starting and ending in Zurich. Okay, that's amazing. So uh, you mentioned to me that uh, different kinds of trips require different kinds of planning. Yeah, yeah. So if you can, you know, break down uh, what a basic trip uh, let's say uh, two to four days uh, might be or uh, something as long as uh, you know a 15 or 30 days trip so if you can you know yeah, guide yeah. our listeners on how to plan accordingly yeah so one is uh, let's understand we're talking about a bike packing trip where you've got all your uh, needs in the bags mm. behind you on the bike so i mm. typically take two to three uh, generally three cycling suits with me a uh, few, okay. uh, a couple of, you know, shorts and t-shirts, slippers mm. and so on. These are my mm. things to wear beyond the cycling part. About mm. uh, the bike per se, I would take uh, multiple accessories, tubes, mini pumps uh, right. and cables and so on. And then there would be uh, nutrition and hydration. So there would mm. be water bottles, there would be some energy bars. And, uh, you know, these are the things that go on every trip. Mm. Uh, When you're going to cold countries, yes, I have my fleece cycling suits and jackets. You would Mm. have your uh, socks and shoes for the cold countries. So, you know, Mm. for Switzerland and Canada, you know, I had 
uh, free cycling suits that I was wearing almost every other day. And, yes, uh, yes. you know, that's the kind you have head cap, you have mm. windshields and so on. Because uh, on a trip, you have to be ready for anything. For just out of nowhere, yeah. you could get rain. Just mm, out of mm. nowhere, you could get really, really cold place and so yeah. on. So, you know, you mm, really mm. need to see that you are well prepared. Got it. Yeah, Got yeah. it. In terms of uh, nutrition, because you're riding um, uh, approximately 100 uh, odd kilometers every single day. Yeah. So any specific thing that you carry? Like, uh, yeah, you could uh, take things uh, which could be energy mm. boosters. So you could take mm. your Indian dry fruits. You could mm. take energy bars. And mm. uh, generally, I would recommend that when you check out in the morning from the place you're leaving, uh, if mm. you can take some emergency food in your bag, that's always the best. Because right. remember right. that you could be climbing a lot, you could be going up hills, and mm. uh, you might not get a restaurant when you want it. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, for everybody who's listening here on a bike trip, you might as well be prepared for, you know, lasting out the mm. next few hours just in case you get nothing. I've had Correct. places where I didn't get water for hours or I, mm. we didn't come across any food stops in the Himalayas. Mm. And mm. Uh, we were always carrying an emergency food like a paratha in the Spiti yeah. Valley every time we left in the morning. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you would be, you know, uh, quite badly stuck and you might not right. really like uh, the touring part at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I completely agree. Like you said, yeah. like uh, planning, correct planning can lead to an enjoyable trip. Yes, Today, you know, using uh, maps, you really can plan out your trip. I've done it so many times in India. Mm. Uh, mm -hmm. The last trip I planned in India was a trip across Rajasthan, where we decided okay. we will land in Jaipur, right across mm. the best of Rajasthan and leave from Udaipur. So, you know, we could actually go and map out our day-to-day -day itinerary and see the yes. best of Rajasthan forts and palaces and, uh, mm. uh, you know, kind of make a day-to-day -day plan. Right, uh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you need to do that for every trip. Got it, got yeah, it. Yeah. Great. Now, coming back to Switzerland. Yeah, so, from yeah. Zurich, uh, where did you go? How did you go? Yeah. What was the... In fact, Zurich, uh, the first day itself, we had a 100-kilometer ride to Basel, which is on the French and Switzerland border. Mm. And uh, mm -hmm. the next day, again, we had a 100-kilometer trip to Biel. And uh, the day after that, we went to Bern. Now, Bern was only 35 kilometers from Biel. Yeah, but Bern yeah. is the capital of Switzerland and uh, by far one of the most beautiful cities of Switzerland. So we mm. actually decided that we didn't want to go beyond Bern. So we did a 35-kilometer mm -hmm. uh, trip on the okay. third day, which was uh, Biel to Bern. From Bern, we went to Lausanne and then on to Geneva. Now, Geneva yeah. being, at least I read, it's such a, you know important city in Europe. Correct. And in Switzerland, we actually took a break. Yeah, one of the things I need to tell our listeners is that for every trip that you do, uh, plan out a break every four to six days because, you know, mm. your three or two pairs of clothes uh, would need to get yeah. washed and you need to replenish your food stuff and your hydration and so on. Correct. So in this case, mm. on the fifth day in Geneva, we took a day's break. Uh, mm. where we kind of replenished our uh, stocks mm. 
we washed our clothes and so on and then right. again we went on to montreal and sion crans mm. montana lukerbad now lukerbad mm. uh, and brig and oberwald these are one of the most beautiful places of switzerland i saw and believe me most people in india might not even have heard of these places and on these hmm. places uh, we could go at 15 kilometers an hour and we were just surrounded by white mountains and wow. uh, just imagine people who take the glacier express train hmm. to go past this uh, scenery yeah. and spend yeah. hundreds of euros and we were on our bike on the okay. same uh, place and we were going at 15 kilometers an hour and looking at the same scenes uh, at our pace so it was right, incredible right. you know the kind of uh, experience that you can get on a bike and so from overall you know we went to interlaken which again is a favorite for indians mm. uh, we mm. took a break there kind of same thing washed our clothes uh, you know gave rest to our muscles yeah. replenished our stuff and then from then on we went to lucen zurich I mean, back to Zurich. So that was our way back. Got it. Uh, but uh, uh, one of the things that you need to note in some countries like Canada and Switzerland that on Google Maps, mm-hmm. when you want to go from point A to B by car, the maps would show a different route. And the moment you right. click on a bike, <clears throat> the route completely mm. changes. So right, when right. you're going from bike uh, by a bike, you actually go via villages. You go next to lakesides, next to Uh, mm. you know rail trails so you yes. do not touch the main express highways at all you are right. absolutely yeah yeah which is the beauty so you can yeah. stop at a village for coffee and you know it would be a lovely mm. small swiss village yes. so in yes. short yeah this is something that uh, readers sh- i mean listeners should know that in many countries uh, say if you're using google maps your route mm. when you are using a bike uh, is a completely different route Uh, as was yes. using a car so right, you right. know on a bike you are absolutely led through a wonderful you know path which is very safe as well yeah yeah i'm sorry bike meaning uh, uh, there are two two parts as well the one will be a motorized no, uh, no, bike no, and one will be a cycle bike cyclist cycle the cycle yes, path so absolutely. in india that that segment is not yet available it's not there, it's not there hmm. in india yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. so in india let's say if you want to go from mumbai to pune you would send take the same road that a car takes right yeah yeah so that mm. doesn't happen with uh, some of these countries so the moment you uh, click on mm. bike you know your route completely changes you would keep uh, your route only going through villages and trails wow. and so on so absolutely wow. so this is no, something yeah, yeah, no yeah. motorized vehicle can experience this kind yeah, of thing yeah 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 uh, never never mm-hmm. so this is only mm-hmm. a cyclist path how about food what was it like to you know uh, enjoy the delicacies of switzerland yeah yeah so we absolutely While riding, yeah yeah we loved uh, you know tasting the local cuisines so hmm. while we had our nutrition and so on in the bags but we would yeah. stop at villages and cafes and kind of have italian food or the local hmm. food so you hmm. would even get decent vegetarian food Uh, yeah. with bread so you know absolutely lovely food uh, along the way mm. and you would also get cafes where you get lovely coffee and snacks and so on so it right. was a wonderful experience you know i would really recommend everybody to taste the local cuisine i mean really mm. a nice experience uh, yeah 
uh, eating these what what some of the specialties that you you know you can uh, when you're touring on your cycle to yeah. uh, in around switzerland yeah. so what are some of the you know iconic places that you must definitely take your bike to yeah i mean i would say first of all of course while you are riding you can ride on bike path so yeah. all across switzerland you know uh, mm. the uh, you know the landscape is absolutely mm. fantastic but i would say mm. cities like bern and lausanne and then mm. when we went on to kranz mountain and lukerbad and oberwald these mm. were absolutely fantasy places for us yeah you know yeah. we were uh, riding uh, through you know absolutely dream and heavenly places mm. so you know i would definitely recommend uh, people to go uh, on these kind of routes uh, it's there yeah. on my blog and then on from interlaken you know towards zurich we actually are riding through bike trails which is across jungles mm. so you have trees and trails all across you and you are absolutely riding across jungles and you know uh, gravel trails uh, right. where uh, you know you can be riding across a, next to a river for hours mm. so yeah. amazing part wow and yet so I, one is yeah, yeah. yeah. sorry yeah. please continue no and yet we did only 1000 kilometers across switzerland okay. where switzerland mm. has almost 12000 kilometers of you know bike wow. trails so there's still so much that i missed out and i am sure i would love to go back once again and do yeah. things that i didn't do wonderful so swiss 2.0 might uh, be soon or hit yeah, once yeah, the so. eu opens for tourists again yes yes i already have some bike plans uh, for other countries as well it's all there okay. in the head but i guess the covid situation has put all correct, of them uh, at uh, on hold and i right. do hope that you know i'm able to do swiss 2.0 yeah. and other country soon amazing amazing so another thing that comes to my mind is uh, you know it's a little confusing i don't know for like when you are uh, on a on a car or a bike you are uh, going from point a to point b and then you are exploring that place uh, while in terms of cycling you are uh, your trip is your riding experience so is, is it that or ट्रिप्रूश through your point a to point b in fact hmm. you stop as many times as you want for admiring hmm. uh, the things around you take photographs uh, actually hmm. chat with locals you know stop yeah. at small cafes in india and abroad hmm. and kind hmm. of you know uh, absolutely feel the beauty of the place so you really right. said it uh, that 8 to 10 hours on the saddle is a thing to do on the bike and in fact when you go to hmm. the next place you only prepare for the next day's journey so correct, correct. yeah yeah the saddle time is the beauty on your bike tours and never never kind of try to rush through that and you know just reach point b i mean that's not yeah. worth it it's not a race or a brave way uh, yeah, yeah. absolutely time. absolutely hmm yeah wow so uh, another thing that comes to my mind is uh, when you are exploring all these places you are for countless hours you are on your saddle so you need definitely need some kind of training for that uh, 
what is it that you know something that you can share from your experiences uh yeah rohan uh, good question quite relevant i mean for people who are new to bike touring understand that you might be sitting on a saddle for a good 8 to 10 hours even on a small 3 day trip so i would mm. definitely recommend that you do 50 and 100 km rides in your city around your city first to learn to sit on a saddle for 3 hours 5 hours and mm. so on uh and then of course i use uh, padded shorts bike padded shorts uh, very yeah. important so that you know you don't get uh, the problems related to sitting on a saddle hmm. and once you are used to sitting on a saddle for 3 to 5 hours and so on uh you could put a rack behind your bike and then kind hmm. of try to ride on a bike with uh, the bags the added hmm. weight of the bags that you might carry even a small bag you need to get used to that little bit of uh, you know luggage behind your hmm. seat uh once you start doing that you know you'll realize it comes quite naturally and uh, but okay. yeah uh, you know sitting on a saddle for the whole day is something that would come gradually and you do need to practice for it for sure hmm. and hmm. climbs hmm. you know is yes. a part and parcel of every tour so whether you expect it or not you might just kind of you know climb up hills or you know roads so mm. you should mm. practice your climbs and be quite calm and easy when you're going up uh, these inclines mm. uh, the more calm and easy you are the better cope you will be to you know tackle these kind of long trips right right yeah, yeah. coming to climbs how was it to go on the alps <laughs> oh yeah uh, climbs uh, in switzerland uh, we did face quite a few climbs which were quite tough and remember mm. we had uh, quite heavy bags uh, as yes. well so overall yes. the bike and the bags put together would be in the range of 25 kilos or 30 mm-hmm. kilos so you mm. would uh, definitely do a lot of effort uh, but uh, i went with three other friends and we did practice yes. in mumbai uh, for mm. almost 2 to 3 months before the trip and of okay. course i have been a seasoned uh, bike tourist so yes. i was expecting this but nothing the kind that you see in india in india we have climbed mm. up to 18000 feet but in switzerland mm. the highest uh, elevation that you go to is i think around 8 to 9000 feet so you don't get that okay. scarcity of oxygen but yeah mm. the grades of the climbs were yes. absolutely yes. you know challenging to say the least mm. Uh, mm. but i guess like i said uh, it's doable once you are ready for it yeah and i'm sure once you reach on the top it would be a sight to behold <laughs> uh, absolutely you know some of the places that we have climbed you know it was mm. quite uh, delightful and very satisfying mm. that you could climb up those uh, inclines and and then when you look around you really feel like it was all worth it yeah. Uh, yeah. going to those places yeah i was speaking with another friend of mine who uh, did a similar tour across europe uh, some selected countries of europe yeah and he mentioned about uh, yeah you climbed it it's okay yeah. but while coming down you are enjoying but you got that 20 kilos on your back yes uh, on your back side of the wheel so how do you steer in that situation uh yeah uh, like i said a bike which is loaded with luggage is kind of a mm. different animal you need to learn yes. to kind of do that steering your in your city so kind of get mm. used to that weight behind and then it's right. there in the back of your mind all the time 
and mm. then you don't do the fancy turns or you don't do the mm. speed uh, rides with that kind of luggage so yes. yeah uh, it's there in the mind all the time and mm. going up or down i mean kind of it's registered in the mind and you kind of take factor yeah, that yeah, uh, yeah. when you are riding all the time mm. got it got it okay so uh, the next question is uh, i'm sure many people who you know want to uh, do an abroad trip is uh, what are some of the things that one should keep in mind like one of the things that you mentioned was uh, your start point and end point other than that anything like uh, in terms of logistics uh, you would like to mention and stay as well how how was your stay during uh, your trip to switzerland yeah, yeah so role one of the things that you do when you're planning a trip is uh, while you map out uh, your itinerary and you map out the places you want to go uh, you need to be very clear about uh, uh, you know the conditions there the tourist friendly places and mm. uh, you know so on and also uh, you know look at uh, your safety angle i mean when yes. you are in the middle of nowhere uh, some of the things that you would be better off doing is you know leaving all your plans with somebody back home here i mm. never go anywhere without wearing my uh, uh, band which i call it my ice card in case of emergency mm-hmm. cards so there's one card in the back of my pocket i wear one okay. on my hand and there's one in my bag which has all my essential information so at no mm. point do i take safety for granted and then you know or your uh, insurance your uh, travel mm. insurance don't don't you know overlook that because you know in case something happens things could be very costly All right okay. so these are all things that need to be done by you here before you even mm. embark on your uh, journey mm. all these preparations and like i said the hero of the trip is you and your bike yes so well before the trip see that you know you are living a, a regular life here you are sleeping and eating normally and you do not kind of you know go mm. off track you are closer to your trip if you have a stomach upset or you're not well your whole trip is gone for a toss hmm. or if you take right. a bike which is not ready for the trip you could be kind of running around pillar to post uh, yeah 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 hmm. so these are the basics uh, that you need to look at uh, before you even reach yes. the place right all right, right. and then uh, yeah uh, look at how are you going to stay so in my case in some trips you know like in the case of switzerland we made our day trips uh, identified uh, here at the planning stage and made hotel bookings online here itself so mm. i knew that i needed to start in the morning and this is the next city uh, a particular mm. hotel so you know once you are clear that you have got a stay already booked for you things are uh, you know pretty easy rather than you yeah. probably going to a very busy touristy place and you find that there mm. is there are no good hotels that you might yeah. like so never do that uh, especially for you know tourist friendly places because you might not find good places to stay so in my yeah. case if i plan a one month trip i have often made booking for days together uh, where i have made my night stays uh booked uh, well before 
so that uh, you know i don't need to hunt around places and then there have been also times where we have only landed at a particular small town and found a motel or a small hotel mm, mm. and uh, just kind of made bookings instantly so it could right. depend which i did in the case of canada but in case of switzerland i realized these are very small towns and villages kind of that we are going to so i did make my bookings well before hmm hmm uh, okay and uh, on an average when did you start uh, when till when did you ride was there a specific schedule to that uh yeah uh, so on most bike tours one of the th- uh, couple of things that i do is i generally don't ride in the dark so you i wouldn't mm. want to ride before sunrise and wouldn't want to ride yeah. after sunset for reasons mm. of safety so in case of switzerland uh, you know because we went in may and june uh, we would start uh, after breakfast so you know breakfast would be like 6:37 mm. and we would start rolling by 7:30 to 8 am in the morning right and right. Uh, the maximum we have rode is still 5 pm or 6 pm but mm. often mm. it would be well before that like 4 pm or so you would reach uh, the next place uh, mm. so you know you are in your hotel well before dark and uh, you're not just there to ride so the moment you reach the next point you know we kind of change and look around mm. town for the next couple of hours you don't just lie down on bed okay. so you also yeah. have enough two three hours to look around the mm. place right so yeah yeah so you know you kind of uh, like i said reach two three hours before sunset you you have enough time to kind of look around the town yeah. yeah that is also necessary because you you're not just how much time can you look at the nature you yes, also need yes. to un- <laughs> you can take out time to understand their cultures yeah and, and also after rolling your legs for 8 to 10 mm. hours you do not need mm. you should not be sleeping instantly what you do mm. you just you know change and start walking around leisurely okay. so that you know your body is relaxed and you know mm. your legs are also moving around like walking very slowly and uh, okay. kind of you know that's a way to kind of cool down before you really you know sleep uh, for the day right yeah yeah that's quite helpful hmm so for you mentioned europe and i did talk about switzerland uh, for people hmm. who are interested europe has got a lot of cycling uh, paths and routes already defined they actually hmm. go from end to end across europe so you could just oh, select wow. a particular part of a route say you mm-hmm. want to only cycle for 7 to 10 days so you could mm-hmm. actually select a city in say switzerland and go on to ride to another country or another uh, place in switzerland right and uh, mm-hmm. they have well defined cycling routes they have well defined cycling itineraries so they're mm-hmm. quite bike friendly and like yeah. i said the, the safety factor in these countries is also quite high you are not even riding on expressways and often right. you're riding well apart from cars so mm. you know that's mm. a perfect place for many people to start long distance uh, bike touring for the first time right yeah. right right interesting and i think uh, when you are in switzerland a place like that uh, unlike india where you have very hot uh, afternoons Uh, it would be quite pleasant even during that period when oh, you're yeah. riding. Oh so yeah, uh, in you fact, we were continuously. Uh, in fact, uh, you might be surprised. Many places we were wearing two to three uh, layers of clothes uh, all through the day. So oh. though uh, you know mm. we went in May and June, uh, we were mm. wearing two to three layers of clothes all through the mm. day, and uh, yeah, it was not excessively cold. 
about not really hot at yeah. all. Yeah, because you went in summers, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this is just before summer. The summer peak summer mm. is generally July and August. So this is mm. like their uh, spring time. Spring. And mm. uh, by the way, when I was planning my trip, I did not come across any previous trip by any Indian before who had kind of done a uh, circle across Switzerland. Okay. I mean, the route that I took. Mm. So I completely mm-hmm. had to do everything that I wanted for the first time on right. my own. Mm. So, but I planned and managed it quite well, and it went absolutely like typical Swiss clockwork. Wow! Wow! Yeah, wow! Yeah. <laughs> it, did you get some Swiss cheese and Swiss chocolate? Oh yeah! In <laughs> fact, those are the only things I could carry in my two bags when I came back. Uh, when you go on a mm. bike tour, you only carry a bike bag. So, what you can bring back yeah. are only very small mementos, mm. and the only thing. In fact, in Switzerland, we could actually visit a cheese making factory run by oh, a wow. husband wife farmer. Mm. So mm. we bought fresh cheese of them. Uh, this was just about Interlaken, so that also wow. was a wonder, wonderful experience that we had uh, hmm. uh, spending that half a day, you know, going to the cheese factory. Right, right, wonderful. So, uh, did you also get to uh, instead of hotels, did you choose uh, bed and breakfast like homestays? Did you Absolutely. choose that as well? Uh, I did a mix of hotels, and I did a mix of hotels and uh, bed and breakfast homestays because, okay. like I mm. said, I actually want to talk to the locals. I wanted to live within right. the locals and feel the local mm. city. So, I did my mix of both, and mm. Uh, mm. I came back with amazing uh, memories with the. Locals were also nice, and when yeah. they heard of our uh, itinerary, they also were shocked that we were play, going to places like Lukerbad and Overwald because, mm. according to them, those were like way up and uh, not for cyclists. So uh-huh. they were quite, uh, you know, amazed that we are going on fully loaded bikes up there. Wow. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, great experience living in bed and breakfast as well. So any any detours that you took, like, of course, you have a plan, but it doesn't always go according yes, to the plan. Yes. So any situations like that you can share uh, with Yes. Us? Uh, what happened from Interlaken, I mean, from Oberwald to Interlaken, you know, the road ahead was completely blocked by snow. Hmm. And hmm. Uh, we actually had to take a roundabout way, come down the hill, take a two-hour okay. small train and then take another route to uh, road to Interlaken. So we had mm-hmm. to improvise uh, on the fly because, like I said, the road okay. ahead was blocked with snow. And in fact, on mm-hmm. a few other days, uh, you know, while I'm riding, I could see on my f- maps that, hey, there is a detour and which goes next to a lake. I could see water or, you know, okay. there the lakes mm-hmm. are like 100-kilometer lakes. Ah, so, yes, yes. on the fly, mm. I would improvise and, you know, re-jig uh, mm. my day's uh, mm. riding. And I have done that a few times and it turned out quite well. How yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. So, you need to be prepared for mm. uh, anything. And in Switzerland also, yeah, we did uh, face a few of these uh, issues. Right. right. One thing uh, is that unlike India, in India, you can... Uh, there are villages at every you know every kilometer you find someone you have that uh, connectivity i can say while yeah. you are in europe uh, especially switzerland uh, for kilometers i don't think you can see even a single animal as well yeah yeah <laughs> so, yeah yeah 
so uh, preparation but, in that case should be at, at next level yeah <laughs> uh, yeah which was and let me give example we were climbing onto a place called oberwald so we reached mm. a village at 1 o'clock at 1 o'clock everything shuts there like how in india you mm. have small places where they afternoon 1 pm for yeah yeah at afternoon 1 pm in india you have a lot of places which are shut the small cities right. and villages mm. so there in switzerland we reached the village everything was shut mm. we actually had to open our bags and take apples and you know the mm. uh, uh the, the few things that we had and that was our lunch we didn't find any lunch mm-hmm. after climbing up for almost 3 hours and all we mm. had was some fruits we had some uh, greek yogurt and few things okay. and that became our lunch and we could sustain and then mm. we went on riding ahead and then you know we reached a place we could eat our fill but yeah you're right in switzerland you could be kind of not getting food or water uh, on demand yeah. so you should be carrying a uh, few emergency things hmm. in your bags at all times and hmm. we did need it a uh, couple of times and like i told you in this case yeah. we really didn't get anything in a village mm mm got it so if someone wants to plan a trip like you did uh, how much uh, you know in terms of budgeting how much should they think about uh, yeah uh, of course uh, depending on their own uh, spending depending on the hot kind of hotels they want to stay it can go up and down but on an average what do you think how much should one i think you should for plan for around uh, 7 to 10000 rupees a day so if you're looking at a 10 day trip you're talking about okay. 1 lakh rupees this is your cost for two people staying in a mm. single room your three meals decent meals and mm. few things here mm. and there uh, so two people staying in a decent hotel in switzerland would be around 120 to 140 euros mm. and then mm. you know your breakfast lunch and dinner whatever it costs yeah. so mm. typically you know apart from the flights and the visas you can budget 8 to 10000 a day uh, for uh, some of these european uh, cities and then yes right. if you are three people in a room or you kind of go to some mm. places it could be a little bit tweaking here and there mm. but you can budget for around lowest of around 8000 rupees a day uh, mm. this is for two people sharing a room got and got you get decent hotels you don't need to go to mm. very you know low key uh, low budget mm. uh, accommodation mm. which is only like a bunk bed i'm talking about very small uh, good looking got hotels it. yeah mm-hmm. yeah got it coming to the closure i you have also uh, you know extensively explored india as well on pedals uh, if someone wants to begin what what are some of the places that you would recommend to go in india and abroad as well so in india i uh, have done quite a few tough tours i wouldn't want anyone to start there like i have done the himachal pradesh i have done the entire spiti okay. valley uh, they are very mm. remote and very very tough and the heights that you could go on could be above 15000 feet where yeah, you yeah. know breathing itself uh, could be a issue to some people but mm-hmm. having said mm. that uh, recently i did a mumbai to goa trip which is yeah. uh, obviously uh, and the inclines are there i mean there are climbs and so on but yeah. uh, you're not really going up so much elevation so for everybody who want to get into bike tours i would always recommend that you start with wherever you're staying three to four day trips around where you stay 
and mm. uh, then go on to build up to longer trips so these short trips would make you realize you know your own uh, uh, riding skills your own stamina right. and what it takes to kind of you know ride for the whole day and in india also remember Got that uh, the day times could be very hot so yes. you know you uh, would learn a lot uh, when you're riding in india so i have uh, done my trips across the south of india i have done in north i have done around mumbai and planning mm. a few like rajasthan and so on so my advice to people would be uh, you know do your initial trips uh, which could be 3 to 4 days and uh, yeah. then you know go on to do more but yeah the around 3 to 400 kilometers Three to four days, yeah, yeah. Three to four hundred kilometers, huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. So, uh, to my mind, in India, the most beautiful that I would say would be the Kashmir to Ladakh road. Uh, amazing mm. trip. We started from Dal Lake in Shrinagar, and we rode till Leh, and then from Leh we went up to Khardungla at eighteen thousand feet, wow. which is mm. the world's highest motorable road. So right. this has got amazing terrain. So you're passing through Kashmir. and you're passing through ladakh so yes. oh, really a wonderful trip and at these places if you are a group you can have a support vehicle behind you uh, yeah mm-hmm. that's absolutely great so you know you can be riding all day and there could be the support vehicle behind you which could be carrying mm-hmm. your bag so that's another way to do bike tripping in india where mm-hmm. uh, it's uh, far more cost effective to have a trail vehicle you know come behind you So the Kashmir right. to Ladakh trip is a great route, yeah. So there are also some uh, bike touring companies which have been formed in the last couple of years. Yes. Do you suggest uh, going that way or going independently? Oh, absolutely. You know, if you do not want to do all the planning and you know all the kind mm-hmm. of you know things that I do to make my trips happen, <laughs> and you just want yeah. to go with your bike and start uh, rolling, then these bike uh, touring companies make it very easy. you just go with mm. your stamina go with your uh, will power and you know your zeal to ride and that's it yeah. they would do all the leg work they would arrange your wheels on the way they would have mm. technical support for you and your bike so yeah mm. uh, you know uh, that's also a great way to begin where you begin with yeah. your bike touring company uh, yeah mm. that's al- also a great option awesome anything else that you would like to add uh, have i forgotten something that you uh, would like to mention no i think we covered a lot uh, my we closing statements also again would be to people who are looking at bike touring uh, rohan also mentioned this earlier bike touring is not about going from uh, your start to your destination bike touring is all about doing things on the way so every day that you ride on your bike tour just tell yourself to be kind of looking around you and getting into the yes. skin of the place that you are riding so whether it's kashmir or ladakh or switzerland or a local place around you hmm. you would suddenly find that uh, you know one is that you are enjoying the place a lot more you are relaxed right and lastly you know you really are in a holiday mood you are liberated so a lot hmm. of things that i have said you would get these emotions only when you you know you get into bike touring uh, in a in the uh, in that mental frame of mind hmm yeah. 
and leave all the burden behind before uh, getting on that yeah trip. of course if you carry with your work with you and mm. then you know you are kind of stressed on your trips uh, probably yeah. you know you are not going to enjoy your trip so much absolutely and that's valid for any trip that you go to yes, not just bike yes. trips <laughs> got it thank you so much mr chetan shah it was lovely to have you and i would love to have you once again there's so much to hear from you about different places where our bikes can go yeah. <laughs> and uh, it would be great to have you again sometime thank you so much rohan for inviting me and all the best uh, for uh, your shows and hope to see you soon yes maybe we could ride again someday yes, now yes, once this lockdown is lifted again so yes. maybe we could do that all right listeners that was it for this episode i hope you guys took some positive notes from chetan's experiences and uh, if you are planning to go for the first time on a bike packing trip make sure you listen to this episode once again so that you know you can uh, take notes about it and be prepared which is the most important thing when you are going on a trip a multi day trip self supported so that uh, you can enjoy the most and not worry about your maintenance or injury or any other kind of thing this is rohan takar signing off make sure you subscribe to hit the road on your favorite podcast streaming apps and our website that is etlog.media/hittheroad so that you can get notified when we come next and yes i'll be back very soon with many more stories like this about cycling and triathlon till then goodbye